Hey everyone, it is Kiddush Club News for Jews, back with another episode. It is after the holidays. How was your Simchat My My whole sukkah was beautiful. Everything was beautiful. Uh, my stomach has not recovered. Really? Stomach has not recovered. I don't I don't know what's happening here, but I pushed on a certain I, part TMI, of my stomach. TMI. And it hurts. I don't think anybody no, wants no, to know. No, you're going to hear. You're going to hear about I, it. I'm not going to Maybe listen. someone out there could help me. Maybe we have a doctor listening. <laughs> I need help. A distended stomach. I don't know what I, what's going on. We're distended. I don't We're know. back on the regular schedule. Hopefully, we'll have podcasts coming out to you every week. I hope we can do every week. I think we can. We're going to try. Yeah. We're going to try. But if you guys want it every week, we need to hear from you. Oh. Hawk at KiddushClubPodcast.com. In late breaking news, the CDC advisory committee came out and added the C word. I'm not going to say what it is. You, we all know the sickness we're talking about. It's a virus. <laughs> it was <laughs> very most, big like, the two most years recent. ago. <laughs> we don't want to get deplatformed, so we're not going to tell you what it is. It rhymes with Movid 19. Wow. I don't know. They might catch they might, that. They might catch that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's got to get out. <laughs> they added the vaccination to the immunization schedule for children. And that they're the only ones that are mandated to do it. That are, you don't mean mandated, that don't, that are required. Meaning it's there's no requirement for any adult. Well, well, yeah, all federal employees. Oh, that's still in effect? Oh, yes. So this applies to every school, private schools, public schools, and that's all over the country because that's the CDC and it's a federal body. Yes, I. but the truth is I'm not sure if it applies to private schools. I'm not even sure if the fact that they release this, I don't know if it means it becomes a full requirement. I mean, I've been reading about it. It's hard to tell. You have people on both sides of the aisle saying different things. You know, you have a lot of people on the right saying, you know, oh, this they're taking away our rights. You have people on the left saying, no, it's not even what it is. So I'm having a hard time. Well, what's interesting to me is that children have the lowest risk factor. Yes. Yes. In fact, I I read an article recently that uh, they're connecting a certain gut bacteria with a lower incidence of complications from that sickness, C word. Uh, and yeah, and kids who have much healthier gut biomes are do relatively better than adults because we our guts are messed up. As we've mentioned before, we did speak about fecal transplants in the ew, past. Ew, ew, ew. We spoke about it. We shouldn't have. In fact, now that we're on the topic, I actually just saw, apparently there's this, uh, there's TikTok videos that, have, that are gaining a lot of notoriety where people take videos of themselves drying their hair in public bathrooms with the hand dryer. Have you seen any of these? I have not seen somebody do it, but it does make sense. It is a blow dryer of sorts, so why can't you dry your hair in it? Well, according to a bunch of doctors who came out and released a statement, every time someone in a public bathroom, well, any bathroom, flushes the toilet, it aerosolizes a fine mist of fecal microbes. Oh, come on. <laughs> I told you we were going to get into it. It's gross. Well, you have to know this. This is important. Okay. Well, it's, wait, 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 but it's not done anything to anyone so far. Let's How say do that's you know? true. How do you know? Public restrooms have been around since. Yeah, and so has sickness. The dawn of time. <laughs> so has every sickness you can imagine. So what are you saying? Don't use a public restroom now? No, you use it now. Here's the thing: when you use a hand dryer, wait. You know what the irony is? That would mean that the portage on is the safest place to go. Yeah. Yes. Huh. Yeah. Yes. That's that's a rough one to swallow. Yeah, but in fact, you are correct. Because you don't really flush a toilet in a port right? Right. right? You and just let the green sloshy <laughs> liquid do the work. Yeah. It is the safest way. You're right. And that so that fecal cloud disperses throughout the entire bathroom. 
And when it comes, the bacteria, when it comes into contact with the hot air, it multiplies exponentially. So it's making things much, so much what, worse. So it doesn't help to have that hot air on your hands either no, now. Do, exactly. So don't use don't the blow Don't even use drives. it for your hands. Correct. Really? But those are the eco-friendly option. Eco-friendly, not human-friendly. Wow. S- public safe, service announcement. Safe, safe the environment. <laughs> Kill the people. Correct. Wow. That's going to get us deplatformed. All right, moving on. And moving on into feces in the news. Oh, come on. There's more? <laughs> so, yeah, there's more. What should I do? But wait, Listen, there's more. <laughs> I don't create the news. I just report it. Let's go. Okay. Uh, after the uh, hurricane in Florida, right, the devastating hurricane, Ian, the they now say that the filthy floodwaters from Hurricane Ian has caused, because of the sewage in the floodwaters, it has led to uh, a proliferation of flesh-eating bacteria what in now? Florida. Yes. So flesh-eating bacteria, the, 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 which is the worst kind of bacteria. I, 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 imagine, I can't imagine a worse <laughs> I can't imagine a worse bacteria than the flesh-eating kind. Yeah. But not the good ones. The flood water is kind of like what receded back into the ocean. So isn't it just all commingled with the rest of the water and we should be fine? I, I'm assuming that a, a lot of the waters, I guess meaning the reservoirs or whatever, all the waters had some intermingling. And some of this flesh-eating bacteria, it's getting around. So it went into like the sewer system, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. Because they have drainage. Yeah. But you know what? I wanted, to, I wanted to mention something else. What is with the anthropomorphizing of hurricanes? That was a very big word. But <laughs> that's also been that. going on since the dawn of time. Yeah, I but mean, no, but it, it's, getting cra- it's getting out of hand. Okay, when Hurricane Ian or, or one of the hurricanes, when it was going on, I'm reading an article, and it was it was like the weatherchannel.com, and they were like, Hurricane Carl has managed to reorganize, and it is now threatening. And I was like, one second, Carl is not reorganizing anything. Carl is a hurricane. It's not a person. But every article talks about it like it's well, a person. That's what we they, give them names. Right. The, the, I don't know why the system is that way and why they call hurricanes by name, but it's just, you know, now it's now that's what it is. Are they trying, uh, you know, maybe maybe they're doing it to, like, bel- belittle it. Like, in other words... Make it less threatening. Yes. But the truth yes. is, that only makes it more threatening. Like, if there is, is a danger in the distance and it's vague, then it's not as threatening. When it's very specific, like, Katrina is here. No, it's only because... And she's reorganizing. No, it's only because she did what she did. And she's turning into a Category 4. <laughs> Katrina was only Katrina because... It did so much damage, but if we had like a Hurricane uh, Gittel, you wouldn't be afraid of Hurricane Gittel. I think I'd be the most afraid of Hurricane Gittel. <laughs> no, you would not. Come but on. you know, the truth is, Hurricane you Yitzi. notice, you notice, they're so they're, they they start as tropical storms and then they, they grow, work yeah. their way up. So there's so many of them that you don't hear of yes, because yes. they they started as as tropical storms and then they just dissipate. Right, and we never get them. We never get them. So it's just every few letters we get some name that wreaks havoc. Well, in other late-breaking news, well, not late-breaking, actually. This happened uh, a couple days ago, actually. So Spirit Airlines and JetBlue have now agreed to the sale. Jet Spirit is now becoming JetBlue, or JetBlue is becoming Spirit. No, Spirit is no. becoming JetBlue. Yes. Yeah, JetBlue, right. Yeah. I can do JetBlue. I cannot do Spirit. But it's the same Spirit. Right? I understand, but I can't do it. You're on the same it. plane, the same cramp. It's the same plane, but it's not the same $9 fare where they're ripping you off and on charging you thing. for everything. Okay, but you know right. what you're on. Oh, you want luggage? Oh, that's an extra 50 bucks. Okay, but you're going to be you sitting on that JetBlue. You want to carry on another $25. Yes. I mean, it was just ridiculous. $9 fare club, please. 
Okay, but you know what you're sitting on. When you're on that JetBlue plane, you know Who it's Who cares? Spirit. As long as they repaint it, all planes are the same. No, They're it's from not true. Boeing. Spirit has more seats in them. The Spirit planes. Maybe they're going to remove some seats, make it look, you know, they'll give the planes an overhaul or something. I hope they do. Yeah. Because none of us want to do that. But I saw an interesting I don't article. think they were crammed more than any other airline. Yeah. There's no way they fit more seats in a Boeing than JetBlue did. Yes, they do. Really? I, I know I read this. I, I'm, I'm trying to find it, but I know, I know, I, I know, I've seen this before. They cramp more seats in. Yes. Is that a fact? I'm going to say yes. Fact Just check true. Fact check true. You're not checking. Fact <laughs> check. Check the fact. That's a Biden thing. That's something Biden would say. Fact the check. Okay, I can't find it, but I do remember reading something about it. Um, but in in a related news story, I saw. I feel like every episode we have some terrible flying story, right? Am I crazy? Like what? I don't know. We're always talking about airlines and bad stuff that happens. Well, with it's because you. It's you have this fear of flying. I don't have a fear of flying. I don't love flying. I don't, I don't have know a why. Fear. I just don't love it. You know, it. In, I like, like being back in, in the fifties, they would get dressed to the nines to take a flight. To the nines? Yeah. Not to the eights. No, to the nines. <laughs> okay. I don't know what that just even means. <laughs> but they would get dressed up and they would look their absolute best just to take a flight. Today, like if if you're lucky if you you're getting sweats and sneakers, lucky if that's you know, if that's the 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 plane attire. You want to be comfortable. I'm yes, you, right. Now it's about. all about comfortable. But back then, it was like a it was. So like what's a, your, it was what's a your thing. point? What's I'm just saying, point? like you're supposed to enjoy flying. So back then, you enjoyed flying by 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 dressing up and looking your best. People would come with suits and ties. They never worked a day in their life, and they're putting a suit and tie on yes, and carrying a case with nothing in it. And the women are getting all dressed up, getting their hair did, and <laughs> their hair did. <laughs> getting their makeup done before getting on a flight. Today we look, we 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 do it we differently because we take it for granted. Cause no, today we just want to be comfortable. So it's a different mindset right, in right. in society, but it's the same no, the idea. You're is, supposed to enjoy a flight. You're not supposed to be racked with anxiety about oh, are we going to make it? Are we going? You're going to make it. You're going to make it. No, you know what it is. When I'm flying alone, I find I much more enjoy it than when I'm flying with the family. Why? What's just the difference? It's, it's just so much. Oh, we're going to make it. Oh, get the, the suitcases and the things and You're talking about preparation. You're talking about thing, making yeah, the flight. The airport. I'm asking you about the actual flying time. Do you have anxiety you have one, when yeah, you're in the air? Yeah, one of my air. kids, oh, I have to change a diaper. Oh my gosh, they have to go to the bathroom. The food, is it kosher? It, it's, it's always something. It's always something. You got to keep them entertained. Don't kick the seat in front of you. Don't kick the seat in front of you. This is your big problem. Yes. Okay, I understand. But when I fly that alone, that is understandable. When I fly alone, I get to the airport early. I go to the lounge. I relax. I take my, you know, I, I do very relaxed. I get on the plane. I'm comfortable. You know, I'm the first guy on the plane. My wife likes to be the last one on the plane. Me I too. This By before. the way, why would I want to spend more time on a plane? Like we're stuck in there. We're not going anywhere. It's a cramped seat. I promise you, what you're, the chair you're sitting in on the ground. Is probably way more comfortable. Mm. Why would I rush on the plane? I don't understand these people. I am one of those and people. I get it. I will Wait, tell you. I understand if it's for overhead space. Because, okay, I get it. But I don't even, I usually don't bring a bag on the plane. And even if I do, I just put it right in the seat in front of me. Me too. And so, so what's the rush on the plane? I'll tell you. I get on at my leisure. 
I relax, I settle, and now I'm settled. How long do you need to settle? You're going to be sitting there for 35 minutes while everybody else gets settled. Yeah, I don't mind. I'm settled. I watch. I I pay to sit further up front. I watch all the people walking by, and I give them a snarky little smile as they walk by me because they have to go sit in the back, and I'm sitting in the front. I enjoy those moments. Wow, you really are a snob. <laughs> You're a plain snob. No, I like to be settled. That's the honest truth. You know, I get my tefillah sederich, you know, ready. Everything's ready. Everything is ready. My 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 iPad is ready. Everything is ready for my flight. I we like have very be- different people. That's all I'm going to say. I get on as last as possible. Yeah, my wife is the same way. Like, what do She's I- getting her coffee, and they're on the PA system going, shh. Or they, uh, please, uh, the plane is ready to depart. And I'm like, oh my God. No, no, I wait till they call my name. No. Like, absolutely. No, you don't. I absolutely do. That's what she does. Yeah, but why? What do I, like, why would I, you're in a metal tube with strangers. Why do you want to spend more time there? More aerosolized fecal matter traveling in that tube. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think about it. No, they say that the, the, the HEPA filters on flights are very, very good. And so that's not a risk. I, again, I want to just be be settled and comfortable so that I could move on. But where I'm going with this is there was a flight, uh, United Airlines flight from Florida to New Jersey. <laughs> and in the middle of the flight, a garter snake ends up loose in the front of the plane. And everybody just starts screaming, <laughs> going crazy. Wait, that's a real this life a, snakes on a just, plane yeah, real situation. Snakes, yes, yes. <laughs> this happened on October 18th. This is it just happened. It landed in uh, Newark without any issues, but if you were on that plane, imagine you're in business class. Wait, I think it was in business class. Did they contain the snake? See, that's a big thing. Like if the pilot gets on, is like, "We have the snake. Don't worry, I'm fine." <laughs> but if it's like, "We don't know where the snake is," if you see a snake in your aisle, just ignore it. You know, it's no, fine. no, no. Just hail a stewardess. We'll 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 take care of it. Oh, that's just Pete, our mascot. Just don't feed him anything. It was a garter snake. Garter snakes apparently are not dangerous. But do they bite? As if that's supposed to make you feel better. Right. Do they like bite? Like when you're on the plane, be like, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. That's a garter snake. Don't lift up your feet. It's fine. It won't bite you. I don't know. It's a garter snake. They said it's not dangerous. United garter has Garter snake or garter? Garden. Gar- garter. G-A-R-T-E-R. Garter snake. And so United says, everything was fine. Nobody was at risk. And, you know, everything's great. Everything's on the up and up. But why was there a snake on the plane? Yeah, why was there a snake on the plane altogether? No word. No word. There's no, no explanation. Explained. No explanation. Was it smuggled onto the plane? Did someone just have a pet <laughs> snake that got loose? Were they transporting a snake for some odd purpose? So, so it's funny that you mentioned that because you you did mention a, a movie that movie that that talks about it, and there is. The, I made it, a vague reference. Yes. Yeah. So I, I've never seen it, but I did read about it because obviously these articles now are all referring to that movie, and apparently that movie talks about where a bunch of criminals release a bunch of snakes on a plane because they're trying to murder somebody and it got me thinking if you if someone could smuggle a snake onto a plane it's probably a lot easier than a, than a gun right think about that that havoc you could wreak you can yeah, but it's not effective as far as criminal activity like if you're trying to hijack the plane which is really the only criminal activity of, right the of, only of, thing you would want to do right. on a plane is like if you're a, if you're a, like a, a terrorist mastermind and want to hijack a plane Snake's not the way you want to go because, again, yes, you can get on a plane with a snake because it's not going to pass all the metal detectors, (laughs) right? right? But, like, it's very hard to control the snake and get it to the cockpit, which is locked anyway, you know, unless what are you going to do? Well, I don't want to start start with scenarios. I don't want to do that. Do the scenarios. (laughs) I'm just saying you can't put it around the neck of one of the stewardesses (laughs) and then be like, 
uh, open the cockpit door or she gonna die. You have to you have to edit all of this. No. This is criminal. No, 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 no. no. Criminal. <laughs> what if it's an emotional support snake? <laughs> I think then you're allowed, right? are real there. I don't know. Like you can't have an emotional support lion obviously, right? You can't bring that onto the plane. There's got to be limits to they, the emotional they, support animals. They estimate that 2 million domestic animals travel on commercial flights every year. Unchecked or checked? No, no, checked. Checked. Okay. Yeah. But okay, that, wait, wait, it's, it's a wild. Animals, people have animals and what they if it's have a to travel. What if it's a pit bull? They have a way. They put them in a thing, in a box. What, what yeah, is yeah, it? Yeah. A kennel? I don't know what they put them in. <laughs> a little, your little carrier. A little thing with a little, with a little uh, so I'm just saying, gate in the front. I'm just saying that you could wreak havoc on a plane by smuggling in a bunch of snakes or any. What about scorpions? Imagine scorpions. If you saw a scorpion on a plane. Yeah, I would bug out. You'd bug and out. And then the lady behind me would be like, excuse me, it's my emotional support <laughs> scorpion. It, it's, it's scary stuff. Yeah. Think about how crazy. It would be pandemonium on that plane. Yeah. Pandemonium. So um, in, in other news of people using animals for nefarious purposes, <laughs> because, again, I don't write the news. I just report it. A Springfield woman... She's being evicted, and uh, the police come to evict her, I guess. She was in court uh, trying to st- prevent the eviction from happening. While that was happening, police come to her house, and they're going to you know, evict her. She lost the case, obviously. She needs to be evicted. The police come. She pulls up in a so car. So that's after a court case already. Like, yeah. This is yeah. Yeah, they're coming to throw her due out. Due process. Yes. They're okay. throwing her out. The, the police are at her house, and she pulls up in a car pulling like a trailer or something, and she very casually. It looks like she's ready to get her stuff. Yeah, she's getting her stuff. She goes into the back. She opens the back of this uh, trailer that she's pulling and starts shaking a box, and a swarm of bees come out. <laughs> and then she opens up more of them. And so now just these Wait a bees, minute. How close is she to the house? She's close. She's right in front. Yeah, she doesn't care. And she, and, and she just- So she sicked the bees on the cops. Yes, and she is in a uh, bee suit. She's protected. Here's a picture. I'm showing it to you. And these bees are just stinging away at the police. And these police really got stung really, really bad. Well, people have allergic reactions yeah. to bee stings. Yeah, if anyone got, you know, you could die from bee stings if you're allergic, right. if you're anaphylactically allergic. And um, No, but also, like, there is a certain number of bee stings that a human being can handle. Even somebody yeah. who's not allergic. Like, there is a limit. I don't know what the number is, right? But there is a number of bee stings that will put you that will put you out. Yes, and I don't mean out fainted. That will kill. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the number is. Does it have a number? Should there, there should be a number? Like we should know. Like the CDC should say you can take up to this many stings before you die. To the Google machine. <laughs> How many bee stings to die? <laughs> so it's ten stings per direct. pound of weight. Ten stings per pound of body weight. Five hundred stings can ch- kill a child. The average adult couldn't withstand more than 1,100 stings, which sounds like a lot, but it's not that much if you think about it. Think about how many bees well, come swarming out. the bees out. can only sting once. Yes. So it's got to be a lot of bees. Okay, how many bees do you think are in a hive? I don't know. Google that. Back to the Google. Between twenty and 80,000 bees. Oh, so that's not a lot at it's all. not a lot. Don't mess with a hive. Yeah. T- between 20,000 and 80,000 bees living together in a colony. Colony. So it's a fraction of the bees yes. in the hive. And she can released just multiple, multiple. 
It says that some of these cops well, had take to, hives. She probably had some bee transportation. Like, this is well thought out. These like, are hives. These no, are no, hives. No, she didn't bring hives in her van. No, no. You, you ever she see, probably like, bought like one of those, you know, where they no, do no, the, the, the way they do the honey. Yes, right? yes, but those are hives. Like it's a bee case. Yeah, yeah, those like, are you hives. You open a case and there's bees in it. Yeah, those are hives. Those are not hives. Those are hives. They're they're artificial hives and the bees build in there. Right, but they have also a finite number of bees that can fit, whereas a hive can fit as many as they can oh, handle. Back to the Google. <laughs> Ten thousand. Does that make you better? Does that make you feel better? Ten thousand bees in that artificial hive. In the bee case. Yes. Like the bee case can hold ten thousand. Yes. That's way less. And she released multiple. Wow. So let's say there was thirty thousand bees flying around. Yeah. And you're a cop. Yeah. You didn't sign up for this. No, you can't do nothing. You can't shoot them. What, what are you gonna, gonna do? do? You're gonna tase so them. Some of them ran into her house to avoid the bees. Because what are you gonna do? Yeah. Just what, get into the what, shower. What would you I do? imagine. Yeah. It's it's insane. That is crazy. I feel like we don't weaponize these things enough. Like, oh, like the military should have some sort of. But like Putin in, in Ukraine. No, but like <laughs> release. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. Release the beers. <laughs> you know what's funny about in Russia? Um, I, the bees come out at night. Like I remember somebody telling me they were in no. Russia. Is that true? I had really? a friend that went to Russia, and he's like, he was staying by somebody, and he's like, the guy's like, close window at night. Because bees can come and sting your face. <laughs> no. Yes. Come on. Yeah, you can Google. More Google. Well, I couldn't find the answer to that, but I did find this other article where uh, life imitates art. Uh, the headline says Ukrainian bees attack, kills three Russian soldiers, injures 25 more. And it was probably at night. I can't believe it. Isn't that amazing? So there are actually nocturnal bees. Uh, they have a bunch of nocturnal bees that I don't know where they're located. I imagine some of them are in Russia because of, you know, my friend's story. But but speaking of Russia, now that we're talking about Russia, we do have to uh, talk a little bit about our friend, Mr. Putin. So Mr. Putin has been throwing around the nuke word, as you know. Uh, it's not getting better, but... I know, it's getting crazy, actually. It's getting scary. Yeah. It's getting scary and crazy. And uh, there's word from informants inside of the Russian government, I mean, we don't know if this is true, that he, uh, Putin tried to detonate a nuke, I believe for testing, and it didn't happen due to quote unquote technical issues. But what they're saying is that there's people inside the Russian government who are not okay with what's going on. And theoretically, they would prevent Putin from, you know, actually using But hasn't that been going nuke. on this whole time? What? This whole time, there's been people that are that have been against. I mean, you have your people that are pro, and you have your significant amount of people, especially in the general population, that are against For this sure. Ukrainian war. For sure, but this is the first time we're hearing that Putin actually was like preparing the nukes, because you can't use a nuke before it's tested, right? They have to make sure that they're nuke-ready, apparently. So he called for that, like, get the nukes ready, we need a test, make sure our, our systems are working, and they weren't ready, and they told him, well, sorry, I can't do it. We're sorry, Supreme Commander. Go ahead. Say <laughs> we are sorry. Nukes not ready. Exactly. So uh, I'm sure he wasn't too happy about that. But here's the crazy thing. Once, once I was reading about the nukes, I went through the rabbit hole. And I don't, oh, don't go down that rabbit hole. Oh, I went down. Pay. No, no, I don't think you know where I'm going with this. So apparently, do you remember floppy disks? Yes. I mean, this is a long ago. We're going into the 80s. They were like... You know, the early... I mean, uh, I never used one. I, I, I don't... I, I know that it exists. So, yeah, like in the in the 80s, the, you know, personal computers, they used floppy disks. They were like these large, you know, five and a half inch plastic, thin plastic, you know, disks, square, 
And uh, that's how, you know, that was how you That was your data. CD yeah. or your DVD. Exactly, exactly. And that's how you move data. Believe it or not, there because so many systems used floppy disks, till today, the only way to do certain tasks are to use floppy disks. What are you talking about? Like so, older yeah, for example, hardware, 747s. software? 747s. Okay. So the 747, anyone who's still using a 747, and there are 747s being used, including I believe Air Force One still needs to be updated by floppy disk. I could be wrong. But 747s in general do need to be updated well, by floppy disk. that's an old model plane. Disc. Exactly. So anything that's old, there's ATM machines that, doesn't that still mean, That doesn't mean that every 747 in circulation is... An old plane. They're not all 20 years old plus. I think, well, they're all based on the same design, right? So I think all of them do need to be updated through floppy disks. Okay. And here's the crazy thing. It led me to this article that says the U.S. nuclear arsenal is controlled by 1970s computers with 8-inch floppy disks. So here we are making fun of Russia when our arsenal is also... But didn't didn't the last administration update and spend billions of dollars in the mil military? It's possible, but if you think about the vast number, they said that we spend something like eighty billion dollars a year is earmarked to maintain these old computers. Now, one of the benefits, by the way, is that they're not internet enabled, right? So they can't be hacked. Oh, right. That's also true. Yes, they're completely off the so grid. So maybe they have no intentions of changing them. It's possible. It's possible, but it's pretty crazy that you have these giant old disks and that's the only way to update. You know, it's like uh, a Commodore 64. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even heard that word. <laughs> And I don't know like, how long Commodore It's like the 64. computer does this. It's like, you want to play Space Invaders or do you want to nuke Russia? Like, <laughs> wh wh what does this look like? I'm, I would love to see one of these things. So, yeah, that got me. And then it turns out that there's people who actually have a business selling floppy disks today and they still make money. Because but who are they selling them to? It's just got to be government. Government and, and anyone with old equipment. Right. I, I, I remember reading that certain cars can only be updated with floppy disks. I think it was like a Lamborghini, like one of these really expensive cars older cars and these cars are really expensive you know like the classic cars the values cars in general the value drops 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 it hits a certain year and then the value starts to rise again right because it's rare exactly especially some of these old you know uh exotic cars like lamborghinis etc aston martin ferraris those cars a lot of them can only be updated this way which is really interesting. But the rabbit hole that I was talking about is like when you go down, like when you go onto Google and YouTube and you see the havoc that those things can 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 wreak. Yes. And it's it's don't scary. Do it. don't, don't, do don't, it. don't do it. Do don't not do, it. do this to yourself. I made the mistake because, of... Because yeah. I've, they, they have one video where it's, it's, a, it's, it's a video of a nuke testing and I don't know when it's from. It's got to be from the 80s or something. Cause, Earlier probably. Right, but there was real serious testing, and you can see just forests being obliterated yeah. in like slow motion. It's like yes. nothing within fifty miles could even hope to survive. No, it's not, it's not fifty miles, I don't think, but it's it's a big it's a big span. Right, and then you look at Chernobyl and what happened there, and like that's that, nothing, right? Because the, the that was the just bombs. A, like that was a nuclear reactor mistake, where it just uh, it had a meltdown. Yes. Which is not even a fraction of what of would what occur. We have now, yes, uh, yeah, with a nuclear weapon. Scary, scary. Bikini Atoll. That's where one of the. Uh, Sorry, where? <laughs> <laughs> I have random information in my brain. It just came out. I'll, I'll Google it while we talk. Uh, Bikini Atoll is is I think the, um, the, uh, I think that's the nuke test that you're talking about. 
It's a uh, island in the Marshall. It's a. It's actually a coral reef in the Marshall Islands, and they did uh, nuke tests there. But do they have video of it? With twenty-three tests, twenty-three nuclear tests done there up until nineteen fifty-eight. Twenty-three. What do they keep <laughs> battering this place? <laughs> like who's even? Do it who- again, Sam. <laughs> Try it again. <laughs> like who could even? Like what are you going to see? Like there's got to be nothing left after the first two. What did the other twenty-one accomplish? That's a great question. <laughs> like what can possibly be standing on this little poor island that keeps getting battered by nuclear weapons? <laughs> It's amazing. Like, how do you know if it works at this point? No, but you know, the, the, the fish and the animals all, all get messed up from this stuff, obviously. Yeah, like that's where you get the four eyeball fish. Yes. <laughs> I've never seen one, apparently. You have. I saw this amazing video of orcas, you know, killer whales, okay. orcas. Yeah. You ever see them hunt seals? I, I don't, I, no. No. That's my, that's my final <laughs> answer, no. yeah. So I, I've seen this video many times, versions of it, because or, orcas are really very smart and they work together when they hunt. So I was I, I saw this video where a seal is on like an ice a floating, you know, like an iceberg type of thing, but a flat large piece of ice. And he's just chilling out on the ice and you see these four orcas, the mother and the rest of her children, they're like bopping their heads out from the water looking at the seal and you see the seal is just looking at them like, "Oh no, this is not going to be good." And they keep looking and then the narrator, the voiceover guy is like these orcas are going to have to do something to be able to get to the seal, but what will they do? And then you see them, they go together in line, fast underneath this ice and create a massive underwater wave. And this wave breaks up the ice. Really? Yes. And now you see the seal is just on this lone piece of small ice. Now they could generally reach him. Right. Then they go and make a huge wave. And wash him off wash that him poor off piece of ice. off of the ice. And that's how they get him. Wow. Orcas, man, they are—they are really the apex predator of the seas. It's not the great white. I would love great to see whites, that video. I'll find it for you. Great whites are afraid of orcas. I was wondering that the other day. Like, what kills like sharks? Orcas. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because you—you you think about it, it's like okay, like nothing can kill a shark. What could ever get a shark? It's like the biggest animal. Do whales eat sharks? I don't think so. Oh, there it is. No, this is not the one. That's though. a seal. No, this is not. And he's the, on ice. This is not the one I saw, but it, yeah, it, this is. Bas- look what they do. See the wave. Look, That's here it exactly comes. what you well, described. <laughs> yeah, apparently this is something they do. That is legitimate. Okay, we're gonna post this video in the WhatsApp group. If you want to see this video, or you want to see any of the clips that we talk about or that we reference, you got to join the WhatsApp group, and you could do it by going to kiddishclubpodcast.com. Okay, let's move on to American politics. I heard an interesting thing from Trey Gowdy. He's a former congressman. He's actually, uh, he does, he's on like Fox News now. He has like a show, whatever. And he was talking about how, uh, you ever notice that in the news, you often hear about the far right, but you never hear about the far left. Why is that? All right. So it got me thinking and I was like, wait a second. There's Google in the world. I can actually Google it and see what is, how often occurrences of far right versus far left show appear. up in the media exactly and i'm still researching that but stay tuned because i'm gonna have what to say oh you're gonna have like a whole prepared yeah. yes like yes. is it gonna be like a dossier like it's gonna be on my Substack. okay i don't know what that, that is, is. <laughs> it's 
Speaking of uh, controversy in the U.S., uh, your favorite celebrity, Kanye, got into a bit of trouble. Ah, uh, yeah. With, yeah. With yeah. all of us, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Shtickle anti-Semitism. Let's a just- Shtickle? Yeah, sh- I would say shtickle. I mean, because look, he's not- He's clearly not 100%, right? You know what the funny part is? Is that the minute you say, well, oh, you're an apologist for Kanye. Stop making excuses for Kanye. But I'm Jewish. I can I can say, well, no. I don't know. There's never an excuse to call for DEFCON, was it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Okay, so, <laughs> yeah, it's ironic. Could you read the tweet? It's ironic because DEFCON 3, first I feel of like all- it's a military term, is yes, it? Yes, it is. It is. It's it's the it's the alert levels for the military. Right. Defcon one is the highest. Defcon five is the lowest. So he went with Defcon three. We okay, that's what. pretty mid. <laughs> he went mid. Not so full. maybe he's, maybe he's not a total anti-Semitic. No, but the the funny part is that he didn't write Defcon D E F C O N. He wrote Deathcon D E A T H. Oh, that's so C-O-N. cute. <laughs> No, I don't think, I think that's what he thinks it is. I am pretty sure Kanye thinks it's DEFCON. Yeah. He was on Tucker Carlson, just to give a little background. He was on Tucker Carlson. Uh, he he wasn't that uh, nice to, let's say, Jared Kushner and Jews in general. He said that Jared only did the Abraham Accords because he wanted to make money. And then there were some clips that, like outtakes from that uh, Tucker interview that didn't make it on air. He said some not nice stuff about Jews. Generally, he, he keeps referring to the the Jews and like how, you know, Jews in control and things like that and that they ruined his life and whatever. And then... But how is that not racist off no, the is. bat? it is. Off totally, the bat, totally that's racist. Is. If somebody ruined your life, sure, call them out, but don't group us together. We're not, we're not bees. Like, you can't just, you know... Right. So then he came out with this tweet that says he would have vowed to, quote, go death con three on Jewish people. Right, like that is extremely <laughs> yeah. anti-Semitic. Yes, yeah. There's no, there's no, I mean, there's, there's no, no nice way to right. And here's the thing: when Kanye does something like that, the ripple effect is where the danger lies. Right? Obviously, no one's scared of him. You know, he, he's in an ivory tower. But but when his followers read that, what do you think happens next? When his followers read that, they start to feel ill will towards all Jews. That's it. It's just a blanket. It's a blanket generalization against all Jews, and then, of course, of course, attacks go on the rise. So maybe you'll tell me, well, he didn't mean it, he didn't mean it to be anti-Semitic, but at the end of the day, what's coming out is very dangerous. Yes. Because his but, followers but what are you and trying the people to say? in ge- I'm trying to say that no, there's you're never to say an excuse be, for it. But, but it so freedom to be, of speech is, is not No, it absolute. has to be condemned in every sense of the word. Just as another example, he, he he tweeted and after there were calls that you know calling him anti-Semitic, he wrote in a and as he was being called out as being anti-Semitic, he wrote something like, That's very funny. You can't call me anti-Semitic because blacks are the real Jews. Blacks are the real Israelites, which is like, you know, the black Hebrew Israelite yeah, yeah, group. Yeah, I know. So he he del- he delved into every conspiracy theory, like one by one. You know, you know what's funny to me is that he doesn't feel like it's fair that people are looking at him as an anti-Semite now because I didn't mean it that way. I was frustrated, right? I had a bad experience. It was uh, post-traumatic stress, and I took it out on all Jews. I'm sorry. Can I have any feelings? Can I? And the right. answer is no. <laughs> the answer is no. When you have 100 million followers and people are watching your every move, you cannot. 
You cannot you have just to be careful. you, you cannot just spill out your feelings the way most of us can, right? If I, I mean, get, but he's a psychopath. He's a psychopath. So some you people can't be that upset people, at a psychopath. He's a creative. He's that creative type. They're all temperamental, right? Me included. No, I'm kidding. No, he he. <laughs> yes, it's true. <laughs> no, he's admitted he, he he suffers from bipolar, right? So he's not. He has real mental illness that he's battling so but to say that is also to excuse him i'm not and excusing that's not him. fair either no i'm not excusing him i'm just saying you have to know the source yeah but you have to also take responsibility yeah, i agree well funny that you mentioned responsibility he was on pierce morgan uh and pierce was like kind of trying to get him to apologize and he just like wouldn't apologize and then he finally does like this half-baked apology like oh if i hurt people but he doesn't really apologize I'll play a little bit of the because interview. Because wait, he also he he still wants that right to be a private citizen. Yes, but he's not one. Correct. And you cannot ever go back. Correct. Here's a little bit of the interview. Here it is. You don't hold accountability to my pain. You're being a Karen. I'm talking you about. The, I'm talking accountability I'm not a Karen, to the I'm, pain. I'm not a Karen, and I'm not going to cancel you, and I'm not going to uncensor you. I'm simply going to challenge you on what you're saying. You can't. You can't. I think you, you don't understand me. the pain that you've been causing with some of these comments. And I think that one in particular, I can understand. Oh my God. God forbid, God forbid one comment could cause people to feel any of the pain that my people have went through for years. Well, but one see, form of racism doesn't justify another. Not a better I'm place. not cutting you off. I'm finishing my sentence. You can respond. One it's form not, of racism. It's not, it's one not form not of racism. racism it is racism when you say I'm going death so for Jewish truth. people. I was in a position where I've been hurt and this is the way I had the right to express myself. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to reflect. Okay, so have we grown? I, have, we, have, we, have we grown? Here's how we have grow. We yeah, here's how we grow. I want you to reflect. No, have we grown? I'm about have to. Have we grown? I'm about, You're not in charge of my growth. You're not in charge of I'm my about growth, to Chris. Okay, like, let, me, here's how let me phrase grow. it like this. I'm about to suggest to you how you may grow if you choose to grow this way. And you what? can you can ignore no, me, you Pierce, can ignore Pierce, me. Pierce, 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 how much money are you worth? Not as much as you, sadly. Exactly, so take my advice. Maybe you'll get richer. I would love to take your business why advice. Why would I listen to you? I, well, why don't you, why don't you hear <laughs> what my advice is and then work out if I'm wrong? Can we do that deal? And locking I everyone understand up what you're saying. my tweet having issues. I, wait a second, I wasn't done with the sentence. La la la, grown. If you, you feel we've if, grown, if you've now changed what you wanted to say originally, my question for you is: Do you now regret saying "death gone free" day. on Jewish people? Are you sorry you said that? No, I think it matters. You should be. Absolutely not. You know, I will say I'm sorry for the people that I hurt with the DEFCON, the, the confusion that I call. I feel mm. like I call, I cause hurt and confusion. And I'm sorry for the families of the people that had nothing to do with the the trauma that I had been through. So that was a that was a medley of, of some of the, the great moments where he starts off by calling him a Karen. That is the, <laughs> Which is the best part of the entire <laughs> yes. interview. And then he says that he makes more money than him, so he should listen to his advice. And Pierce, you could see him like struggling to try to, it's obvious, no, I'm not a Karen. <laughs> it's obvious that Pierce is trying to make him give him a, you know, a way out. Like, apologize, dude. Just apologize, and he won't. And we got that half baked apology. But if you watch, watching this interview, it's very obvious that the man is off his rocker. He's totally off off the rails. I don't know if I would say that. Again, I just want to say he's temperamental. 
I, I'm not going to chalk that up to actual mental illness because to do that again is to give him an excuse, and I don't want to do that. Okay, so what would you what would you like to do? I would like him to fully apologize and hold him accountable for those remarks. Okay, I will let him know when I speak to him <laughs> when I speak to Piers. No, I mean, look, it, it's not it's not a laughing matter. The truth is, it's 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 bad. Um, I mean, the anti-Semitism is rising, as we know. Right, and it's not helping the situation. Yeah, we spoke about it with Ben Brofman recently, and that's going to be in an upcoming uh, oh, interview. Yes. That's a giveaway. Oh, was I not supposed to mention that? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's going to be coming out soon. But, uh, I mean, here's, here's an article. I'm sure you heard of it. Uh, UC Berkeley. Student groups voted to ban any speakers who support Zionism or Israel, which is essentially 95% of all Jews. Right. I 95% mean, of right. all we're, Jews. Well, we're not Unless anti-Semitic. We just... We just don't like Jews. Just no, <laughs> I'm anti-Zionist. No, but they're... No, they ban Zionism and or Israel. Israel. Yeah. So that's like every... Like, unless you're Natura Carta, you basically <laughs> can't speak at Berkeley anymore, which is crazy. So, like, this stuff... And this is going on in colleges around the country. So, yeah, you know, I guess words do have consequences. I do believe in freedom of speech, but when you are a... Let's say it like this. If you're a celebrity, you're a very public person, and you're not careful, and you just say, hey, I want to say what I want to say, and you say it, then you can't cry about getting you know, reamed by the public. And Kanye spends a lot of time on the Pierce Morgan interview just complaining about, oh, you know, everybody's attacking me. What about my pain? What about my pain? It's like, dude, you can't say go DEFCON 3 on Jews and then start crying that you're the victim. Right, from, your, from your $100 million ivory tower. Exactly. Million? Nobody cares. Billion. The guy's worth in the billions. Really? Okay. Yeah, he's in the billions. Let's go to the Google. You're right. Google wow. says he's worth $2 billion. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Yeah, but he's but he's a victim. Just hang it up, man. Poor Just, guy. He's a victim. If, if, with $2 billion and, and you having these, like... PR issues just like fade into the background. He needs to hire a better PR firm or something. No, but he can't. You know, he he's still saying he may run for president. You know, no, that, he right? believes that he will be president one yes, day. Yes, yes, and and he they they keep asking him if he's going to be running in twenty twenty four, and he won't give an answer because you know he's he's buddy buddy with Trump. Didn't he like run for a minute? Like in twenty sixteen, yes. yeah, yeah, they they thought it was a ploy just to help Trump by splitting like the black vote. But yeah, he didn't end up running. And, and even now, he won't say yes or no. And uh, speaking of Trump, by the way, Trump got into some trouble for a tweet. Well, not a tweet, because he's not on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> for a truth. <laughs> for a truth. Uh, he, he, he said something warning American Jews that they needed to appreciate him as much as evangelicals did for his support of Israel, quote, before it is too late. What does that mean? I don't know. What does it mean? Uh, you tell me. I, I don't know what to make of it. I don't know. I, I do I, not believe he's an anti-Semite, for the record. I, I, I do not believe Trump has any anti-Semitism in him. I agree. I think he has none of that in him. I think I think he's just a fair person. I think he's a narcissist. Yeah, and he's I, also very knee-jerk. So like, yeah. if, if a Jewish guy <laughs> does wrongs him, right, I oh, can he's see gonna, him saying, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Jews are very bad, very good, but also very <laughs> bad. He's going to do that, right? Yes. He's absolutely. I, I don't think it's coming from the heart. I think it's just the knee-jerk reaction. That's right. what he does. And by the way, Candace Owens, who's a host uh, for Ben Shapiro's company, Daily Wire, she has a show and she's really close to Kanye and she's been defending him, which is a little odd because, you know, Ben Shapiro, obviously one of the most pronounced Orthodox Jews in the media world. And so he was asked recently about the fact that Candace is part of the Daily Wire 
and she's been defending Kanye, his company, and this is what he had to say about it. Candace and I disagree about a wide variety of topics. One of the features, not the bugs, of Daily Wire Plus is the fact that we openly disagree about all of this stuff. I, I share my opinions about what I think Candace is saying. She shares her opinions about what she thinks that I'm saying. We battle it out. It's one of the things that you get at Daily Wire Plus is the fact that there is a wide variety of opinions. Listen, on a personal level, I get Candace defending her friend. She's very close with Kanye West. I get it. I don't think that her defense of Kanye is correct or convincing. I, I think that the, the real answer to the Kanye West of it is Kanye is a bipolar human being. I mean, he's made this very clear. I talked about this on the show. And bipolar people tend to say extraordinarily bizarre things and ugly things. And again, that doesn't excuse the bizarreness or the ugliness of the actual remarks, which, as I will say once again for the 1,000th time, are in fact anti-Semitic. But there's a difference between somebody cohesively saying what Kanye West said and Kanye West saying things in broken grammar in the midst of what appears to be a bizarre period of his life. So, first of all, Ben with a beard. Good? Bad? I don't like it. You don't like it? Me neither. I don't. Me neither. I don't think it's, I don't think it's doing it. I don't think it's doing it. Ben, get rid of the beard. <laughs> Second of all, so he, he really puts it pretty succinct, succinctly. He puts it very succinctly. And he says what I was saying before, which is, there's a difference between a, a normal politician or a normal celebrity saying it, like Roger Waters from Pink Floyd, who was recently on the Joe Rogan podcast. I didn't even want to mention it because I don't want people what to do even... What do you say? He, he's a, a, a rabid anti-Semite, you know, rabid anti-Israel. He's a bad dude. He's really a bad dude. What did he say? It's just always anti, very, very anti-Israel things in his concerts. You know, he famously once had a pig, a floating pig with a Jewish star on it. And really? Yeah, he's a bad dude. But he's coherent. He's intelligent. And you hear him. And, and unfortunately, you know, Joe Rogan, who doesn't know, who admittedly doesn't know much about the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, he starts agreeing with Roger Waters because he doesn't know anything. Roger's just telling him these facts that he's skewing. And, you know, that he was defending Hamas. Uh, at some point, you know, Rogan says something like, you know, well, of course, you know, you don't agree with Hamas just shooting random rockets into civilian areas. And he's like, no, well, actually, according to the Geneva Convention, uh, that's one of the valid ways of, uh, you know, an occupier. You can, you know, target civilians. So he's like a total apologist for Hamas terrorism. He's out of his mind. So when he says stuff like that, I say, you know, this guy's a rabid anti-Semite. He's a horrible person. But when Kanye does it, we say, okay, the guy's insane. He, you know, he definitely has negativity towards Jews, but he's also a little insane. It's, it's, it's different. It's yeah, very different. I, I mean, I do understand because he always comes out with these types of crazy rants every now and again, and we just deal with it. Yeah. Now that we brought up Ben Shapiro, though... Uh, there was a clip by Ethan Klein, who's also a famous podcaster. But he's Jewish also, by the way. Yes, he is Jewish. I mean, I know he's, I think he's Israeli. Yeah, I think he has I think dual, dual citizenship. citizenship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And which makes me believe that he's really like Ethan Kleiner or something like that. <laughs> but whatever it is. Ethan Klein. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a very poor joke or I, I i imagine it was a joke yeah he claims it was a joke well they don't know what we're talking yeah, about let's play, play, the play the clip 
I was just going to say, if there's another Holocaust, if we, they start rounding up the Jews again, I hope Ben gets gassed first. I mean, what a horrible thing to say. Joke, no joke. Yeah. I mean, he, he tweeted about this after and said, oh, apparently conservative people don't get jokes. But that's like not even a joke. Yeah, that's a, it's a very bad joke. I mean, obviously he's kidding. Right? Yeah. No, I don't. I mean, he's a Jew, so you I, get to say that when honestly, you're Jewish. I don't think, I don't think he's joking. I, I think he's, he's so out there that he really, if he could, he he wishes that on Ben Shapiro. I think he does. Yeah, I'm sure he doesn't like Ben Shapiro. He's the diametrical opposite uh, in every single way, shape, and form. Just yes. look at the guy. <laughs> He's completely opposite Ben Shapiro. Yes. <laughs> and again, if you want to see this video, again, you got to join our WhatsApp group. Yeah, we're going to drop uh, it in the WhatsApp group uh, yeah. so you can see it. But in other news, nicer news, you heard who got married, remarried. Yes, I did hear that. It just came out today. Mazel tov to Jonathan Pollard for getting remarried. And uh, I saw a little bit of the video. Did you see the video? I think it was the video from the chuppah, right? Yeah. I did see that. And and I, I think it was a former chief rabbi, Rabbi Amar, who was one of the officiators at this wedding. He married uh, this this woman. Which She's, is an interesting choice. Yeah, why is that? I don't know. Why do he go with Rabbi Amar? I think he's the chief rabbi of Jerusalem now, if I remember correctly. So how old is Jonathan Pollard, by the way? Excellent question. Once again, back to the Google machine. Jonathan Pollard is 68 years old. He's not a young man. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but she's 45. Is she? She's she that 45 young? years old. And I mean, like, that's great for him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. But how many people start again at 68? That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, really good for him. I happen, I happen to know some, some, uh, some relatives who were recently in Israel, and they were sitting and having dinner, and one of them spotted this man sitting by himself and eating, and they said, wait, I think that's Jonathan Pollard. And the other people at dinner were like, no, no, it's not. No, it's not. And so this what did person you do, like run over and take selfies over and said, hey, excuse me, Mr. Pollard. And he said, yes. And it was him. Ah. They did take selfies. And then they invited him to have dinner with them. Really? And he did. He, he joined the table. He joined the table. Oh, and they had nice. dinner with him. They sat with him for a while. So that, it is nice. It is nice. I mean, you know, this is a man who's been through. I mean, we, yeah, we can't imagine what he's been hell. through. Yeah, I mean, the prison system, uh, he was in solitary for for a time and uh, just horrible. So it's it, great to see that he like built a whole life for himself in Israel. You yeah. Know, now that it's, which speaking of Israel, they're coming up for elections, no? Yes, yes. That's happening on November 1st. Which is super serious. Is BB running? <laughs> another, that's all I want to know. Another election. Another election. <laughs> so, so many elections. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how much it costs the country. It's a lot. It's a lot of money, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fifth election in four years. It's crazy. And it looks like BB is going to run. But wait. Do you think he's going to take it is the question. I don't think so. You know, I, I, I feel like people like moved on. I think, really? I kind of feel the same thing about Trump. It's right. like people are done. People people are done. Like you had momentum. Yes. And it was going great. You did great things. For you. You did great things. Whether you like Trump or not, you can't deny he did a lot of good uh, whether you like BB or not, he did a lot of good for the country. You, know, you could say he did a lot of bad. Yes, maybe. Uh, look, no. I think people criticize BB when it comes to not being forceful enough, because he's uh, he he he. Some people call him like a war hawk, but exactly. The, but 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 at the end of the day, everything was tempered. Like he didn't put an end to anything. He just prolonged it. 
and whatever. Right. I'm not an Israeli politics pro or any politics pro for that matter. But I didn't like it was just stability with with Bibi. Yeah, you know, yeah, which is good. Did you hear his? Did you hear him on Shapiro when he was on? Uh, that was in the summer, right? Yeah, I, I was did hear excellent. parts. It was excellent. No, he's a master Amazing. politician. I mean, he went to MIT. He's you know super educated, American family, very well spoken, very well spoken. Whether Hebrew, English, whatever you want. But he took credit basically for Israel's economic boom. He basically took well. How could you take that credit? How could you take it away from him? I don't he know. He was I, sitting I at the helm for so many years. Him, but no, he claims that he he wasn't prime minister at the time. He he was you know minister of something, and he proposed all these capitalist changes. And Israel, you know, is a, a bit more socialist than the United States, and he took credit for it. Speaking of upheavals in uh, elections and prime ministers, you saw what happened with the British prime minister. Oh, in the UK also. Yes. Crazy. Yes. Isn't that amazing? It's That's not like just... six weeks. Yes. And she's out. Yeah. Prime Minister Truss is now resigned. I was thrilled, by the way, because it's like the whole world was laughing at Israel like, ah, ha, ha, another prime minister resigns. And now it's like, okay, the UK did it too. It's not just us. My friends, it is your turn now. Pick a new leader. <laughs> I'm just happy because whenever I feel like the spotlight's on the Jews, and it's like, oh no, you know, when there's another group or country or whatever that's in the same zone, and it takes the heat off a little bit, I'm just happy. But I don't think we've ever seen, the UK has certainly not seen six weeks of a prime minister <laughs> no i mean which is crazy and the craziest thing it's is insane. she's probably the only prime minister to ever serve under two monarchs mm, right she served under the queen yeah she met her like yeah. two weeks before her death <laughs> right and then she had to go meet maybe the whole thing was king just charles that. she's like you know what i did it i'm done i've been there no it's a huge embarrassment yeah it is. very big it is. and i don't know what again i'm not a politics pro certainly not UK politics, but but as I understand it, she came in with these huge promises, and then six weeks later, everyone was like, they have no confidence. No confidence, even her own party. It's really, it's it's really crazy. You know what? I don't think you're going to get any of this done. <laughs> Toodaloo. Was that was that a direct quote? <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> a day they have early. This thing called the Committee of 1922. Which, Where in the UK? Yeah. It's which is like the conservative party, okay. And like I, I'm talking like I understand, but I have no <laughs> you clue. You are talking like because you're, <laughs> like, you're like, yeah, yeah. Like, like, wow, wow. 1922, you but, say? But which sounds like some secret society, but it's just really the conservative party, and and they're they're opposed. You know, they have the Labour Party, which is opposite them. But even her own party was like. Uh-uh. You're not doing it for us. <laughs> a, Moving on. And meanwhile, who's going to run? Boris Johnson. He is he? He's getting he? back in. Yeah. Yeah, I think been there, done that. Same thing. No, but that was, like, he was, it was, a year hasn't even passed. Yes, but. What he, is it? It's a few months. Nobody wants he a loser. He can go back. Okay, he's a loser. He's, he, he, he you know. He resigned, and he's going to come back with these shiny promises, right? I don't know. I don't and see how it. he's going to restore the United Kingdom back <laughs> to its glory. <laughs> But and maybe he will. I don't know. But maybe he wins. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. But but just the fact that he's running is so telling because they're like at a loss for candidates. Is that what it is? I guess a loss for you know popular popular candidates. Yeah. And uh, a day the day before she resigned, she vowed she would stay in power, and she said, "quote She was a fighter and not a quitter." I'm no quitter. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> 
No, I mean, we just said. I mean, uh, it is. Like, we're laughing at her misfortune, but it's it's very humiliating. But as I understand it, they were going to oust her either way. Yeah. She knew what's coming. So, right. It was like they were basically telling her, do you want to do it the easy way or the hard way? We can do both ways. You can't fire me. I quit. That was essentially what it was. And with that, I quit. (laughs) I can't say I blame you, friend. I cannot say that I blame you. And as always, thank you to all our listeners. If you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with your friends and family. Go ahead and drop it in your WhatsApp chat. Uh, you know you can follow us on Twitter. We're at Kiddish Club Cast. You can find us on Instagram. We are at Kiddish Club Podcast. Um, over there, we just post our episodes, videos, links, whatever. And you can always send us your thoughts, comments, and suggestions uh, by email. We are at hawk at kiddishclubpodcast.com. Uh, you can also now join our WhatsApp group. The link is available on our website, kiddishclubpodcast.com. Uh, that is the place where we share video clips, uh, exclusive content, and more. Uh, and, of course, be sure to subscribe on your platform so you get notified the moment we release an episode. Uh, don't forget to visit us on Apple Podcasts. Leave us five stars and a nice written review would be good. We'll see you next time. Kiddish Club out. Okay, ready? Three, two, one, start it up. Hey, everyone, welcome back. It's Kiddish Club, the new. <laughs> okay, right, three, three, two, one. Hey, everyone, it is Kiddish Club, News for Jews, back for the. Nu- oh, no. <laughs> it begins. Give me countdown. Okay. Hey, everyone, it is. Why? 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 Just let me do it. Go. I'm not going to even ask for countdowns. You ready? One, two, three. Hey, everyone. It's Kiddish Club, the podcast. (laughs) He said the podcast again. Sorry. Okay. You can't make this up. People are going to think that we do this intentionally. No. It's not intentional. It's not. It's just automatic. You know, we've been doing it for years, this Kiddish Club, the you podcast. You think. Oh, so, okay. so what do you want from me? It's in my- It's not that hard. You just have to say, welcome to Kiddish Club, news for juice. I'm on autopilot. You understand. <laughs> oh my God. So you, maybe you, you want to say- Oh my God. So maybe- <laughs> Speaking of- Upheavals. Speaking of upheaval- Upheaval. You can follow us on Twitter. We're at Kiddish Club. As always, thank you to all our listeners. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your friends and flamies. And this episode is copyright Kiddish Club Media.